Well, today is the Sunday, of course, before Thanksgiving. So our theme for today for the uh, sermon and for the whole service is Thanksgiving, gratitude. So I'll be reading from just one verse today. It is um, 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 18, or Paul's letter to the church in Thessaloniki. Here it is. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, Always be thankful, for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. God, we pray that you would take uh, these words from your scriptures and the meditations of my heart, and I pray that uh, you would speak to us a very clear word about gratitude and the role that it plays in our lives. So speak to us with clarity and with full conviction. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. You know, I hope you saw the videos from uh, Kherson, Ukraine, this past week when the Ukrainian army marched into town and freed that city after eight months of occupation uh, by the Russian army. If you didn't see it, you got to go find it and watch it. It was very moving as these people who have been under this horrific occupation really horrific occupation, for eight months were given this gift of freedom by this army who sacrificed many lives and much else to free the city of Kherson. There were tears of gratitude and joy and great celebration uh, as this army walked into town. It was an outpouring, I think, of just, as I watched it, I thought, this is just pure gratitude. And, you know, one of the definitions I've heard of gratitude is that it is a recognition that something good has been given to you and a recognition that it comes from an external source. And for us, of course, that is our God. Something that you could never get on your own. And this is what it was. I was really particularly touched by two older women, ages 61 and 66, lifelong friends who went to their garden and picked flowers and came running up to the Ukrainian soldiers, kissing them, (laughs) giving them the flowers, tears running down their faces. And this is what they said afterwards. They said, we feel like we are 20 or 30 years younger. You see, that's what gratitude can do to you. It changes your life. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Gratitude is just one of the best feelings of life, isn't it? There aren't many things better in life than really being grateful. Because you know what? It's impossible to be envious. It's impossible to be angry. It's impossible to have so many of the negative feelings that we experience in life when our heart is full of gratitude. Wouldn't you agree? Gratitude is freeing, it's uplifting, it's also grounding. It helps us to focus on the most important things in life and it helps us to focus on what we have instead of what we don't have. Maybe that's why gratitude 
I believe, is really at the heart of the Christian life. It's really right there at the center. It is foundational. And our scripture for today, you know what? It's one of many, 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 many scriptures that command us to be grateful, both in the Old and the New Testaments. Let me just read it again. No matter what happens, that's interesting. Other translations say, regardless of the circumstances, in all circumstances, give thanks. For this is God's will for you, you who belong to Jesus Christ. Karl Barth, easily the greatest theologian of the 20th century, once said this. He said, the only proper thing, the thing which is unconditionally and inescapably demanded of us by God is that we should be thankful. Isn't that interesting? Not that we should love God, not that we should love others, not that we should pray a lot, not that we should care for the poor. So many other things we could put in there, right? But no, that we be grateful. And what's interesting about this verse, and others like it, is this word always. Always. In other, other verses, it says continually give thanks or be thankful at all times. And what we learn from this is that gratitude is not something that God wants from us once in a while or just around the Thanksgiving table. But rather, it's something that as those of us who belong to Jesus Christ, who claim to be Christians, it should be foundational to our lives. It should be a virtue that's underlying our entire lives. Gratitude, it seems to me, what Paul is saying here, and in other verses, should be on our lips consistently. It's really more of a posture of gratitude, right? It's an outlook of life. See, when Paul says always here, he, he's not using it literally. Like when also he says pray at all times. We can't pray every second of the day, right? He's using it figuratively to say, this is something that should be consistent in your life. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of being maybe more than of acting or doing. This raises a couple great questions, doesn't it? One is, in my mind, is that possible? Is it really possible to have such an attitude in life? Is it really possible to be grateful no matter what happens in our lives? Now, let's be really clear here. Paul is not saying be thankful for everything that happens. No. Paul doesn't want us to be thankful for you know, the tragedies in life and the horrible, oh, the horrible things that happen that we read about every day. No. Somehow, though, be grateful in all those things. That uh, uh, This feeling of gratitude or this way of being underlines everything. But is it possible? I mean, it's easy to be grateful, right? When an army marches into town and liberates 
you from eight months of horrible occupation. Those feelings, those instances in life, oh, they're great. I'm not denigrating them at all. They're wonderful. But they're not every minute of every day, are they? But what about those times when life really deals us something that's hard, when we experience the difficulties of life, when the lab report comes back and it's not good news, or a loved one is harmed or, or dies, or we're laid off? Can we still maintain what Paul calls, I think, this posture of gratitude? Well, I think it is possible to get to such a place. And this morning, we're going to hear from someone in our congregation who's gotten to that place. And I'm going to call her up right now. Jen Hiller, come on up here. We're going to, can you grab that mic as you come up? So this is Jen, or Genevieve. <laughs> I love that name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And she is obviously part of our, um, our youth choir and is the daughter of Jeff and Margaret Hiller. And I got, got to tell you, after spending an hour with her this week talking about this, utterly delightful. <laughs> Just a great uh, young woman. And last year, I talked about, um, when I did the series on gratitude, I talked about uh, engaging in a spiritual practice that we call uh, writing a gratitude journal. And Jen has been doing this for a year. Her mother told me that she actually heard about this and has been doing it. So I want to interview her right now to have her share about this, this practice, this spiritual practice, and the difference it's made in your life. And so Jen, tell us first of all, what inspired you to keep a gratitude journal? Well, I think it was a few, sorry, a combination of a few different things. I did my confirmation class two years ago when I was in eighth grade, and my mentor told me to keep a journal every night because I wanted some help to create a stronger connection with God personally. And Praying was a little foreign to me, and so I wanted an easier way to do it, and she recommended journaling. And so I started doing that. I was pretty consistent with that, but then it got a little bit difficult because I was doing it every night, and by the time I was in bed, I just wanted to sleep. So <laughs> it got a little hard to keep doing that. And as 2021 continued, I started having a lot of anxiety um, in terms of religion, because I felt like I was kind of losing my religious connection. And I also was having a lot of anxiety with school and social life. Going into fall 2021, that was the first time we were fully back after COVID. And there was a lot of switch socially. And in October, I found myself with not really any friends and not a friend group at all. And that was a really hard time for me. And especially when you're a freshman in high school, your social life is kind of everything, <laughs> or seems like everything. And October is also a very social month. There's football games, homecoming that year, and Halloween. And so as Halloween was approaching, I was telling my parents about how hard it was for me to have a very social holiday coming up and not having any friends to celebrate it with. And my mom had just listened to Steve's sermon on gratitude and how people who kept a gratitude journal 
were happier and it helped with anxiety. And so on Halloween last year, I decided to start keeping a gratitude journal to see if it could help. And it most definitely did. And I continued doing it um, every day. So I, I've only missed one or two days, I think, since I started it. Isn't that horrible, one or two days? Yeah. <laughs> and one of those was in Mexico, right? Yeah, was I was on the Mexico I was, trip. When you're in Mexico, it's really, you're really tired. <laughs> and so when I started writing it, I think I fell asleep as I was writing it because yeah. I was just so exhausted. So, so tell us what, uh, well, I thought it was interesting when we talked the other day. You said, you know, I was, I was keeping a regular prayer, prayer journal, but it was all the things that were going wrong in my life that I was praying about. And you, you want to tell us about that and the effect that that had on your life? Yeah, so before I kept this gratitude journal, I tried praying and tried journaling or writing out prayers. And the thing is, is that it made me super anxious for some reason. I was talking a lot about my problems. I kept worrying that I was saying the wrong things or I wasn't asking the right things or I wasn't asking enough. And so it started making religion very connected to my anxiety, which I started to realize that wasn't how religion was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. I can say amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> So a couple things I want to note here. Number one, she heard about something in a sermon and she did it. <laughs> so when we go into stewardship in January, just, just keep that in your... So what difference? So you've been doing this for a year. Just taking... Well, we'll talk about that. But what difference... Well, first of all, tell us about what do you do? What exactly is this practice that you do? What does it look like? So I have a journal, it's just a simple notebook, and every night I'll write the date, just so I know what day it is, <laughs> and I'll write, I'm thankful for, and then I usually just keep a list, and the list will have some really big things, I'll mention family, safety, church, really big, broad things, and then sometimes I'll mention very specific moments or things that happened that day. And then after it takes up most of the page, at the end, I kind of added this as I continued the practice later on. I'll actually write out sentences and talk about things that I'm praying for or um, people that I'm praying for and then kind of close it out that way. <laughs> and yeah. has it made a difference in your life? I'd say so, yes. Yeah. It has improved a lot of things. I think one thing is that it strengthened my relationship with God a lot. I, before, I have to be careful with my phrasing on this a little bit, but before when I was doing my confirmation and figuring out what I believed in, my belief was more of a want to believe. I wasn't forced by people around me. Um, I wasn't forced by the church or my family, but I really wanted to believe in God. And I think for a year or so there, I was really trying to believe and it was really hard for me to believe. But from doing this practice, I can confidently say I do believe in God, and it's not something that I have forced upon myself anymore. And so that's one thing. Uh, I think it also has made me an optimist going throughout my day. Even if things go wrong, I still remember, oh, I have this going for me. I have my family. My sister is a big one that I talk about a lot, um, and especially uh, even looking back on my life, there are some things where 
For example, a few years ago, I was injured from a soccer game, and it was a very long chronic injury. And uh, when you're an athlete, getting injured is one of the worst things that can happen to you. And looking back on it, now I realize how, I mean, it wasn't great to be injured, but how grateful I am to be in the Bay Area with great doctors and to have the resources and the ability to have those doctors and how now I'm pretty much healed from it. And I wouldn't, most people don't have the opportunity opportunity to do that and so makes me really grateful for things even when things are going wrong yeah how about the anxiety did it help you with that yeah it definitely helped with my anxiety and it because every night you're going to bed uh, with the last thing that you're thinking about being positive and I think that's really big because part of the thing with my anxiety especially was that it was really hard for, to sleep. And I think a lot of people who have anxiety and uh, worries and things like that share that. Um, and this really improved my sleep a lot. And uh, it helped me, my day-to-day -day life, to sort of relax, look on the bright side of things. And I think that improved my anxiety a lot. Now, we talked about why this may have been. Um, and I think it has to do with how you see God and having God in your life. Can you talk about that a little bit? About? Just how it, you realized, I'll just tell you what you said. <laughs> it's hard to remember. Because it was really good. You said that it was just good to realize that um, it's not all up, it, it is not all up to me, right? Yeah. That there's somebody bigger in your life. Yeah, I think um, I started to realize that <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of things in my life that are given to me for no reason, and I'd usually write it off as, oh, I'm lucky, or that's great that that happened. Um, but now I know that it's God, and God is giving me gifts. And it's, it's really relaxing, because I'm, I'm a very busy person, and I'm sure many of you are very busy people as well, and it's nice to know and to be able to confidently say that there's someone looking out for you and that there's a higher, higher power, and that when I'm going about my day and something happens, I do poorly on a test, I'm thinking, you know, that was one day, but I still have my whole life ahead of me, and I believe that God has a plan for me, and that if something went wrong, that's just part of the journey there. That is good stuff. <laughs> um, how about God's love? Has that become more real to you? Yeah. I think and how has it changed your relationship with God doing this? Do you think? Well, I think one thing is that it has made me realize more about just religion in general, about how, at least for me, how I see it is that it's a lot about the values, love, gratitude, um, your relationships with other people. And it's really easy to get caught up in the specifics of religion and I think that this practice has made me realize that it's not about the specifics. It's about love, the, how your relationship is with God, and also how that translates to your relationships with people. Um, and so I think, yeah, that's a good answer That's great. <laughs> and how has it, has it changed your relationships with other people? Yeah, I think it has made me value uh, my relationships with people a lot more. Uh, not that I didn't value my family before, but <laughs> I definitely value them more now. Uh, I'm very grateful that I have uh, 
a good relationship with my parents. I feel that I can be honest with them. And my sister's one of my best friends, and I'm really grateful that I'm able to say that and that I'm able to have her. And even now that she's at college, we still have kept good communication and have kept that bond, and I'm really grateful for that. And I think definitely when I first started this gratitude journal, when I didn't really have many friends, the idea of my family being there for me uh, was really what helped me through that as well. And the gratitude journal helped remind me that they were always there every night. That's great. Well, you've been doing it for a year. Do you ever look back and read prior entries and see what was going on in your life? And has that helped you at all if you have done that? Yeah, I do it sometimes. And it's kind of interesting to see how it changes depending on what's going on in my life. Uh, my family and I had COVID last winter, the day after Christmas, actually. And we got stuck in New York. And I found it really interesting to see what I was thankful for um, because it was kind of the only week of my life where I had absolutely no schedule at all. <laughs> I had nothing to do. And it was really weird. We were just in a hotel room. And I talked about how I was grateful for different shows that were on TV, different, <laughs> different books that I had, you know, kind of more fun, like random things. But I also talked about how grateful I was that I was there with my family, that I, even though we were stuck in a hotel room, we had each other, I was grateful that it happened at that time because I know afterwards a lot of people had to miss school, which is really difficult to miss school in high school. <laughs> and uh, we didn't because thankfully the timing worked out that I didn't have to miss any school. So that was one interesting one. Um, a few, I looked at some from a few months ago and when my sister went to college, I talked a lot about how grateful I am for different ways of communication and how my sister and I are both very good communicators and how grateful I am for that because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to keep a strong bond with her when she left. So it's kind of interesting. It's, it's a diary of sorts, but it's, it's weird because it's more abstract than the specific things that are happening during those days. So it's pretty, I have looked back and it's interesting to read about it. Yeah. One more. Um, so I was talking about gratitude as a posture yeah. and an outlook on life. Do you, do you feel like you've been able to gain that? Is it not just giving thanks at night, but do you find yourself being a more grateful person in general? Yeah, I think definitely. I have conversations with people and I realize that they're very, even when I have short conversations or short interactions with people and they change my day or it makes my day better, I realize how special that is. And I am very grateful for when that happens. Uh, when little things in addition to that happen throughout the day, I feel grateful. And um, it's not just gratitude for God. I try and express my gratitude for other people more, which I think I yeah. have done more since starting this practice because I've realized how much other people and other things can improve my day and improve my life. So, yeah. so you love all that. You've been. You were born in this church. I mean, not yeah. in the church, but, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were. You were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so we used to call that being on the the baby roll. I yeah. think. So you know all these people. You love them. Yeah. You told me you do. Would you recommend to them that they do this? Definitely. <laughs> 
I think it's important for everyone to find something to express their gratitude. It might not be the exact way that I do it, but I think a journal, maybe if you don't want to do a list, you want to do full sentences, that, that's great too. Um, it's, it's, it's good when you're at a low point, which is when I started it, but it's also really good when I'm at some of my highest points, when I'm having, at my happiest, I have a lot to be grateful for, and it's really great to recognize that too. And I think it's good for people who want to have a stronger relationship with God, and even for people who already have a strong relationship with God, it's good to maintain it and find a different way to approach it. Yeah. You know, last, last year I talked about this guy, Dr. Robert Emmons up at UC Davis, who's kind of the, the expert on gratitude. He's um, conducted what they call the gratitude um, project. And here's what he said. He said he's taken groups of people that uh, are not keeping a, a journal or writing something else and those who do keep a, a gratitude journal. And after 10 weeks, these were the results. The people who kept the journal had lower blood pressure. That could be really helpful for some of us. Uh, stronger immune systems, better sleep, less anxiety, more joy and pleasure, more compassion and less loneliness. They were more optimistic and felt better about their lives. Uh, they exercised more, which is really interesting to me, and had fewer visits to the doctor. He also has written an article, a number of articles, you can go online and read a lot of this, it, that gratitude really helps you through the hard times, yeah. that it's building a foundation. So, you have a great foundation. Isn't she amazing? <laughs> Yeah, she's, uh, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so here's what we're going to do for just a couple minutes. Let's see what we got. Yeah, we can do it. Let's uh, write our own gratitude journals right now. We're going to take some time as a congregation to just um, pray together. And we don't usually do this, but I would like you, if you feel like you're grateful for something, to just... Um, Say, thank you, God, for Jen. <laughs> we can be grateful for her. Or whatever it may be. And if you, if you do it, make sure your head's up and that you speak loudly. Um, we did this last year, and it was really a great time for us. So let's, let's just write our own journal as a congregation today. Uh, let's, let's pray together. God, I am so grateful for Jen and what you are doing in her life. Thank you, God, for our democracy. Thank you, Lord, for what you do in our church. Thank you for assisting in the leaders of our church. Thank you, God, for Linda. Thank you, God, for all of the college students who will be traveling home this week. Thank you, God, for music. Thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the love of this church. Thank you for my father's long life. Thank you for healing 
Thank you for vaccines. Thank you for the Duke Kids Choir. Thank you for music. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all my teachers. Thank you for Dick Fletcher in my life. Thank you for friends who pray with me. Thank you for your grace. so grateful for all that you give us, for the endless gifts that we have in our lives, for your presence, for your goodness, for your love that uh, never wavers. We thank you for that you are a loving God and a powerful God, that we can trust you and relax. So God, thank you for this time together. Thanks for this upcoming holiday. I pray that it would be a real celebration that uh, just the gifts we have, but most especially uh, you. And so we're grateful. Thank you so much for Jen. I thank you for what you're doing in her life, and I pray that you continue to bless her and help her to know more and more of your love. And we pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen. <laughs>